Hey there, patrons. Thank you for being here. Welcome to another bonus episode of the Mikey Pod podcast. This is the episode that accompanies... This is so hard to say. Episode... See, I have to say episode like 20 times. Episode... <laughs> I said it again. Fuck. 251. Mackin is the guest, and he is also the guest for this thing. Uh, I just want to check in a little bit. I did some recording last week, two days in the recording studio. One of them, I had four musicians. Everybody got to get paid, and it was a lot of money. Like, since we're transparent here in Mikey Pod land, especially on these bonus episodes that just go to you all, um, it, all in all, the whole two days of recording was $1,400. Um, that's a lot of money. It's a big chunk of money, and um, I, I did it, and I did it partly because of you guys, you paid for almost half of that. So thank you. Um, I have new patrons. I should mention this. Chris, Hannah, JL, and Beth. Thank you so much for joining me in Patreon. And I was looking through the list of patrons today because I just had this moment of like, you know, trying to remember like who's in here. It's really an amazing thing. If you're a $1 person, a $5 person, a $10 person, a $25 person, I am so grateful that you are doing this. Like every month you give me a dollar because you want to see me do this thing that I'm doing. And it's just really great. So thank you. I hope you're noticing the um, bonus stuff. I posted two rough um, songs from the studio. One is called Home Again, which is from the Animal Show. And another one is called... um, New life. And uh, I didn't know if I was going to have time to get that recorded, but we had time left over the string quartet, so we did it. Um, That's going to be a B-side of one of the singles. Um, Looks like the album release show is June 21st at Judson Memorial Church. It's all happening, y'all. So anyway, uh, that's enough talking about me. This is supposed to be just a short thing. Um, Mackin is up next. Uh, I, this, uh, this is the best one so far, I think. I'm finding my stride with how to sort of feel in this, and this was good. All right, enjoy. So joining me now, again, is uh, Mackin from the Species Podcast. He was kind enough to uh, agree to do this little bonus content just for you, you loyal patrons, you. Um, so thanks, thanks for being here again, Mackin. Yes, staying here. I haven't left. <laughs> We're, we should do He's like got me a, trapped. <laughs> trapped on Skype, not knowing you have the I don't power. know what happens <laughs> if I leave. <laughs> it's not going to be good, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll stick around. I was just going to say before we started this section, do you have this thing when you're doing a podcast when you're like, what is this? This is dumb. I'm just recording the thing and putting on the internet. Like, who do I think I am? Like, I, it's some kind of like <laughs> imposter syndrome that I oh, have. Oh, all the time. Yeah, all it's... the time. I, I I have it where usually right at the start of an episode, I'll re-record the first thirty seconds. Um, you know, and not even the first thirty seconds. The first like eight words of my podcast, I will have to re-record at least a dozen times, and then the rest of it just comes right out and it flows. But when I'm starting, every time I do it, I'm like, "That was stupid. That was stupid. That sounds stupid. What am I doing? Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah." Uh, I love it. I love our little brains. All right. So yeah. here, here are the real questions. I just wanted to throw that out there because it's just a funny thing. Oh, God. Here I go. When I was a kid, my friend and I had a, like our own radio station, only no one could hear it. We had like we would just sit in our like our rooms, not even together. 
And we had our own blocks of time that we were DJing and we were responsible for DJing, but no one knew like what we were doing. And there was a playlist and like things we had to pull from. And uh, anyway, so I feel that's it, my, my, it feels like an extension of that. Anyway, back to you. Yeah. Um, yes, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> when you were a kid, was there ever anything that, um, that, that you can look back on and think like, ah, that was the beginning of me thinking differently about animals, like, uh, and like maybe little sparks of your veganism. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, well, there was water outside of my house and I would spend all day, um, during the summer times. Um, I would s- spend all day. I sometimes still do, um, knee deep in the water. Um, just looking at the hermit crabs do their thing and, um, watching the jellyfish go by and trying not to get stung by them. And, um, I, I was always very affectionate to them. I, I had, um, I had amazing pets growing up. I've had three dogs, uh, one of whom just uh, passed away, sadly. Um, I've had probably three dozen hamsters. I'm not sure. Hmm. Um, I had two rats and rats get a bad rap. That That's an animal that I've definitely got to do an episode on because they, they were amazing. They're like dogs. They're like small dogs. They're so smart. I, I could train them to call when they uh, come when their name was called um, and, uh, do different kind of small tricks where they jump up onto my shoulder and things. And, um, and one of them actually, it it was incredible. And this is anecdotal of course. Um, but when one of them died, um, the other one buried him and it was really weird. And we, we weren't, I don't know. It's one of those things where like, I, I, it's not in a lab, so I can't say it's evidence that rats exhibit this behavior. Um, but yeah, well, they, they, one of them died, and then the other one buried him, and then he passed away shortly afterwards. So I always had a real uh, reverence for animals. Um, I, like I always loved them, and I, I didn't really connect the because we use o- object terms when talking. Like when we 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 reduce cows to beef, and we reduce pigs to pork and bacon, and these words that aren't really animal names anymore, they're object names. And when we start doing that. Um, it becomes very hard to make the connection that my food was once one of those animals who I love so dearly. Yeah, do you, um, were there times when you were eating meat? Like it's, it's, it's so funny. Like I'm always like, ah, I don't, I don't want this to be a vegan podcast, but it is like my podcast is a vegan podcast. <laughs> it's official. Um, <laughs> I've listened, I've listened to four episodes and they've all been vegan. So I, I think yeah. it's almost, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I need to just go ahead and accept it. <laughs> I don't yeah. know why I'm resistant oh, to that, but anyway, yeah. um, moments when, you made when when the food you were eating when you were still eating meat when when it stopped being an object when you remembered that that it was an animal were there any moments like that that popped up that sort of stuck with you honestly honestly no i i I really didn't make that maybe it was because i was a stupid kid (laughs) i'm not sure (laughs) but um but i was never i never made that connection i remember and it's funny because looking back I remember I would meet vegetarians. I, I, I didn't really know any vegans growing up. I'll say that. Um, now I know I know too many to count, it seems. Yeah. Um, but And I don't know if that's because veganism is growing or just, I don't know. Anyway, um, I knew a few vegetarians. And whenever I think back to that, I'm like, why didn't you guys argue with me? Because they would say that they were, um, they would say that they were vegetarian. And I would just be like, oh, that's kind of pointless because yada, 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 yada. Um, it's natural, it's necessary, all the, all those nonsense arguments and they would never push back. And I think that if one of them had pushed back, um, I probably would have broken. I probably would have gone, ve- uh, uh, gone vegetarian at least and then vegan later. Huh? Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder if that's, uh, I had those moments, I think because as we talked about on the podcast, 
I um it took me a while after I knew I needed to be vegan, like it was part of my my ethical belief system to be vegan, but I didn't do it yet. I think those why that's why I had those moments because I did keep eating yeah. meat after I made the connection. Right. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. Uh, yeah. So this may be a thing you don't want to talk about, which is perfectly okay. But you mentioned in the podcast about having killed an animal. Is that something you, oh, dear. you're willing oh, to share God. about? Like if you don't want oh, to, I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely okay. willing to share. I'm absolutely willing to share, but I, I would, I would like to put out a hard trigger warning, um, for anyone who doesn't want to hear anything about killing an animal. Um, but I was actually, um, I was, I was doing volunteer work in Thailand, right? Hmm. And they, they, it was kind of a habitat for humanity thing, um, in high school. And we were working on, um, on building a school. Basically we did like a small fraction. It was mostly mixing cement by hand since they didn't have cement mixers. And some of the locals, um, bought us a live pig as a gift. And, um, and and told told us that we were to eat this live pig oh, no. and that we were going to um, to slaughter them, and um, that it bothered me, especially after interacting with the pig. But honestly, um, it wasn't until the moment of execution um, that I realized that we were doing something that was that was pretty horrible, um, and I didn't know what to do about it. It was it was weird because it was one of those things where like. I, and I, it was, it, there were, there were several pigs there. Um, I don't know how much detail you want me to go into. Is this, is this okay, Mike? Uh, yeah. Like whatever you want to go into and it, like we've trigger warning, we can trigger warning again. And, yeah. and this is like going to be only to my patrons. So it's like, Oh, the, 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 the tough ones, the ones who bought into it. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like widely distributed. Yeah. So they're buying it yeah. like, from, okay. Yeah. yeah. No. Right. So as I'll talk about it, um, basically, we, um, the, the, there were, there were several pigs there. And as soon as we took one of the pigs, the other pig started screaming and not squealing. Squealing isn't a good word. Um, they were screaming very much in the manner that humans do, hmm. um, with terror and fear. And they all crowded into the corner and turned their faces into the corners. So they wouldn't see what they knew from experience was about to happen to one of their brothers. And, um, and, then we led the pig, um, who was fighting uh, every step of the way, and I and I I hate to admit this, but I was absolutely a participant in this. I, I was I was I, I hate to say just following orders, but it kind of, and um, and th- and then we killed the pig, um, and it was it was brutal. Um, we um, struck. Uh, uh, I, I held the pig as, um, as another man struck, um, the animal, um, with a hammer and I was, uh, reduced to tears. Um, uh, and it was horrendous. It, it, it was a horrendous thing to do to somebody. And, um, I regret it horribly. Um, but it shows how deeply culturally ingrained, um, the act of killing animals and eating meat is that I could be brought to that point. Someone who has, who at this point I had loved animals all my life. I, I had spent time with animals and I loved them. And here I was holding a defenseless and extremely intelligent animal still while another man murdered them. And, um, and that was a horrible thing that I will have to live with for the rest of my life. Um, but, but, um, 
but that um that that was the moment where i said this is wrong um as far as vegetarianism was but i wasn't really it was weird because i was in this state of inaction where i wasn't buying my own meals i was in high school Mm -hmm. and um and so i kind of pushed it back and just kind of tried to re-disassociate but every time i i i I thought about that moment, it, it would stand out as this very guilty thing. And then as soon as, as soon as I was out of the house, as soon as I was paying for my own food, um, or, oh, well, not really paying for my own food in college, I guess I, my parents would be. Yeah. Um, but as soon as I was choosing my own food, um, I, I went vegetarian. I think, and then a year after that, um, I, I went vegan. Um, but, the, but that, that's, that's, uh, that's that story. Uh, I'm sorry to press that on all of you. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to tell these stories though. Like, you know, it feels like, cause it sort of, as you were telling the story, I'm like, wait, why, why am I asking him to tell this story? But I think, you know, uh, you know, with the, the animal safe movement, I'm guessing, you know, about, you know, people doing, um, I, I think it's important to, to have, to share our experiences of having, made this connection right of like seeing you know like i didn't know i agree yeah uh, so thank you for sharing I, when that. i tell when i tell meat eaters that story they recoil because it's a horrible thing to hear and what i try to get across when i when i tell that story is imagine if you had to do that every time you wanted bacon how often would you really eat bacon if you couldn't pay someone else to do it and you had to kill someone with your hands how often would you eat bacon? I don't. I don't think anyone would ever eat bacon if that if that was the case. I, I think that the only time you would eat meat is out of necessity if you had to go through that process today. In our in our current day and age, with our current established moral norms, I think that most people um, would not be able to stomach um, doing that to an animal on a regular basis. And if you eat meat, you are paying someone else to do that for you, and you have to live with that. Wow. Fuck, man. <laughs> That's heavy. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm no. so sorry to everyone on Patreon. I, I didn't mean to do this. But, the, um, this is what they're, they're paying the big bucks for. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I think like I but it's a I, I'm really happy that you told that story. Um, and I'm sorry to you for asking you to tell it. But oh, it's fine. I think no, we agree fine. that it's important experience to share. Um, yeah, I did a bad thing. I shouldn't hide from it, you know? Yeah, but you know, like. I hate to say it, but like, it wasn't a bad thing. Like considering your situation, like you were a high school kid, you know, like, and this is what the adults were showing you to do. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's like, do you blame the kids who are a Nazi youth? Yeah, you do. Like I did a bad thing. Uh, I should have known better. I, I, I should have known better and I shouldn't have done it. Wow. And, uh, and I hope that, um, that I can atone for my sins. I'm not religious, but um, but I hope that I can um, atone in some sense and somehow um, kind of uh, step back um, from the moral cliff that I um, that I once stepped off. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think you you have if you haven't already, like who like what is atonement anyway? But if it is a thing yeah. that exists, if you haven't already atoned, <laughs> you've made a good start. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like by sharing your message and yeah um yeah i I hereby absolve you (laughs) yeah thank you mike yeah yeah, i've been waiting for this moment (laughs) yeah i didn't realize patreon gets to hear it (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god, I feel like ending on like a brighter note than that, but uh what we 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 had laughs. Yeah. Uh please, let's let's end on a slightly lighter note. Do you have a favorite animal, Mike? Um well, I really enjoy my cat. Um you know, I love chickens and and I think I especially love them because I didn't really regard them as anything until, you know, fairly recently. I did this residency at uh, an animal sanctuary, which is where I wrote my show. Um, yep. And I spent a lot of time with chickens and I've spent a lot of time seeing chickens be sacrificed in this, you know, thing. I, yeah. I, I don't know if I've, it, it's a Kaporos, it's a, it's a very ultra Orthodox re- religion uh, sacrifice that happens by the tens of thousands in Brooklyn during Yom Kippur. Yeah. Um, so even, even as a vegan, I didn't really, I, I was like, oh, chickens, what the fuck? They're just little chickens. Like what? Right. They're, yeah. Right. I, I didn't really like I, the, the surprise that they have personalities. And I feel really dumb saying that because now I'm like, of course they have personalities, Yeah. but I, I didn't really even think about them or regard them enough to, consider whether or not they had personalities yeah um, i mean do we do we have five minutes because i can maybe share sure. some science all right well um so have you ever heard of the marshmallow test no okay so basically uh, when i start explaining it I, I almost guarantee that you have basically you um oh i mean all vegans would fail the marshmallow test unless they're gelatin free of course um uh, but the um <laughs> but basically what you do is you give a child a marshmallow and you say, if you wait for an hour, I'll give you two marshmallows, right? And the kids who pass the test and passing the test is waiting an hour to get double the reward, right? Those are the kids who can see in the future, so to say. Mm-hmm. Those kids, if you catch up with them later, they're less likely to be in prison. They're more likely to graduate college and they're um, less likely to have marital troubles, right? So good things, right? Yeah. And chickens... I, I, I shit you not, chickens pass the marshmallow test. Now, it's a, it's a modified version of the test, um, but basically uh, because they're, they're chickens, they don't speak English, um, they're not budgies, right? So what you do is you give the chicken two buttons and you familiarize the, your, them with these two buttons and you establish the rule, the normative rule that if they press one button, they will get food instantly, right? Mm-hmm. And if they press the other button, then in, let's say, half a minute, a certain length of time that is reasonable um, for a chicken, um, if they wait, let's say, half a minute, you'll give them double the treats, right? Right, okay. Guess, guess which button the chickens pressed. Of course, they press the one that gets double the reward. But that's surprising to people because that shows that chickens have foresight. They're, they're making plans. And that's a test that some children fail, and d- despite the fact that chickens pass it, they're still imprisoned for the rest of them, their lives, even though kids who pass that test are less likely to go to prison. It has no bearing on the chickens, sadly. Oh, um, uh, chickens. Yeah. I, intelligence. Uh, yeah. No bird brain there. Yeah. Um, Fuck. Yeah. Fuck, and they man. can also... Uh, <laughs> uh, this, this, one's, um, this is an experiment that I absolutely don't condone, um, but this definitely shows that chickens have a degree of empathy, right? Um, basically what you do is you take some hens, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so the, the conclusions are interesting, but again, uh, this is not a good experiment. Um, it's not particularly harmful to the chickens, but it's still just distressing to them. Um, basically you take some hens who have children and, um, you show the hens two boxes, right? And one box has a fan in it 
that makes a lot of noise and causes a breeze and it's not a very comfortable box to be in. It's the bad box, right? And then you show them another box that has no fan, right? It's it's kind of the comfortable box, right? And then um, you take the chicks and the children from the hen, right? Mm -hmm. And you put them in the box with the fan and the mothers freak out, right? They start squawking and their hearts start racing and they're very stressed out because they remember that's the uncomfortable box and I don't want my kid in the uncomfortable box, right? Uh, then you move the baby chicks to the comfortable box and the, the hens settle right down. They're still a little bit stressed out because they're not with their children, but they know their children are in a safer place. And so there we've established that not only can chickens pass the marshmallow test, they also can pass the empathy test and the memory test, both in one. So they're, they're absolutely not bird brain and absolutely they have feelings. I'm, I'm glad you brought this up, Michael, because I think that um, even vegans um, sometimes say, oh, cows, pigs, very smart, very emotional. Chickens are kind of robots, but it's sad. No, yeah. chickens are not robots. They are fantastic animals and they absolutely deserve our respect and our protection. Now that is something we can end on. <laughs> Yes, I agree. I agree. It was great talking to you, Mike. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, great night. Great night. Really enjoyed it. All right. So recording is done. Um, and that's perfect. Thank you so much. That was really, really, really great. Yeah, that was great fun. Really appreciate it. Um, Thanks for having me on. Yeah, sure. I think I'll probably put this up on the podcast after next. Um, yeah, I had a moment okay. where I realized like my last huge run of guests have been cis white males. So, oh no. <laughs> so I was like, why don't I yeah. mix that up a little bit? So I think I'm going to mix it up a little yeah. bit and like, and we'll put you, you're being discriminated against, but I think it's for a good reason. Oh, this is a disaster. Affirmative action. Yes. <laughs> um, but I, it's uh, fine. I, I prove. Okay. Perfect. Uh, yay. Next week, it's probably going to be Joanne MacArthur, which I'm super psyched about. Do you, are you, oh, awesome. yeah, hey. she's a, um, not, she's a, uh, photographer, a, like an undercover photographer. Oh, uh, there's a film called Ghost in the Machine. I don't know if you've seen it. It's yeah, it's about her. Rather. It's about her work. Uh, yeah, she's gonna be great. So yeah, and I think that'll help me. Like, I'm really trying to get my subscriber base bigger. So I think yeah. hopefully she'll like having Gray this week and her next week will sort of get things fired up. Yeah, um, and then, great. Cool. Okay. And then I'll be the big finale. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how I'll follow them, uh, but um, no, but thank is... you so much. I can't wait for it to come out. I'm very excited. Okay. Cool. Um, I'll talk to you later and I'll let you know when it goes up. Yeah. Message me as soon as it does. I appreciate it. I'll keep listening to you. Keep up the good work, man. Cool. You too. I'll talk to you later. Cheers. Bye-bye.